Hey everybody, welcome into Domesticated Gamblers, three dads with our favorite picks of the day. We're with you every weekday here on YouTube. It's February 6, 2023. I'm Eric, there's Sean, and there's Tito. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel. That'll help us out a lot. Uh, also post a comment on our videos and we can interact with you there. And hit that notification bell too so you can get our videos as soon as we post them. You can also follow us on Twitter at Gambling Dads. That's where I recap our plays and track our records and everything you'll see there is 100% honest and transparent. All right, boys, happy Monday. Uh, it was good to see you guys in the flesh this weekend. Uh, Sean, you hosted a Sweet 16 birthday party for your stepdaughter. So yes. Excellent job. Had a great time seeing you guys. Uh, I know you worked really hard on that, so well done, sir. Thank you. I still have, uh, I don't know, four or five blisters on the feet uh, from wearing the dress shoes all day. Had my watch on, you know, millennial stuff here. Uh, like eight miles I walked. Uh, so I put in some steps. Um, but I appreciate everyone coming. We had a great time and it was great uh, seeing all the kids playing together and reminding me of a kid, you know, when I was a child doing things like that. So that's what we need to get back to a little more of that stuff. Tito, how was that? That was the party for you. Party was great, man. Absolutely. Kids ran around. You know, Ben, my young, my my oldest son was running around with uh, with Sean's youngest son, with, with Sean's son, and it's a good time seeing them kick around the uh, the balloons and wrestle around, dancing, and always doing all that fun stuff. And you know, Tito got on the dance for himself, did a little foot loose, did a little dancing, had a lot of fun, had some drinks. So, uh, yeah, kudos to you, Sean, for for putting on a hell of a party and to catch up with you guys in person as well as some other domesticated gamblers and we even saw some friends of the show that were yeah. uh, very very you know complimentary of the show and so we like that we like their support you know make sure that if you're watching the show you're telling your friends telling others so that we can keep growing this show like last thing we want to do is have our point man you know abandon ship here after after a couple months so i don't know what me and sean would do if uh if he abandoned ship we'd probably just be Sitting around, you know, arguing you know, each other. Arguing at each other, exactly. Good point. So I think um, that Chelsea loss just put me on tilt on Friday. I was totally on tilt with Chelsea can't get an effing goal against Fulham. God, those three You got to stop making those soccer plays, man. You you make like fifteen soccer plays and one or two cash, and then you get that, you get that, you know, you get that blind loyalty that hey, I'm I'm pretty good at this stuff. All you need to do, guys, listen. Don't come after Tito, okay? Listen to Tito. Tito's on fire right now, baby. College basketball. I was some three-star plays later on in the show, but man, follow Tito. Everyone get on the Tito train, baby, because I'm on fire right now, daddy. Woo! This is how crazy this show is. Earlier this morning, I was in the shower. This is no joke. This is a personal, <laughs> personal experience feeling here. So I was in the shower. And I'm thinking, God damn, Tito's up like three grand. If I can't beat him, I might as well join him. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking this in my mind this morning. You know, I came to the realization, too, this weekend, and I've been kind of on the tail Tito train. Okay, this is going to run out. I'm ready to bow down. I'm just yeah. like, dude, mad respect. I'm not going to tail anymore. I'm not going to just say this is a fluke. I do think, and I think I texted you this, like, you have been a passionate sports fan your entire life. You've watched a ton of ball over your over your years, and I just really think that that the, your gut instinct right now is on point. 
I don't know if that's going to last, but I'm not going to sit here and, and continue to say that it, it's not going to last. It I think, might. I think he's in the right sport here with college basketball because by far Tito has always been a bigger you you as well, Eric, but big college basketball fans. Like you guys understand the game, you you get the game, and that's a huge edge to know. Like yeah. having that, you know, right. he knows all the arenas, he knows the history. I don't know. I know that for football, but I don't know that for basketball. So, you know, stick to this. You're riding it. Just keep going, getting hot, baby. Let's cash this money. Well, I mean, that's the thing too, right? Like my love for college basketball kind of kind of waned over the years, especially with the way that Mizzou had been playing over the last you know decade or so, being so irrelevant ever since Frank Hayes left the program the way he left it. Um, and so, like, it's really waned, but you know, doing this show with you, with you fuckers have been, it's gotten me back into like in the college basketball, watching every night, looking for different, you know, plays. And you know, I'd always watch Mark Madness, but you know, doing this and coaching, you know, coaching basketball uh, with my son and stuff has gotten me reinvigorated with the, with the love of college basketball. And yeah, sure. My love's not going to be like it was when I was a kid because of just the way the game is being played and the, the constant movement of players, but you know, let's uh, let's keep this momentum going. Let's stay on the Tito train. Let's make it all about Tito because everyone loves Tito. Everyone wants to see Tito win, baby. So we're gonna keep on firing off college basketball plays. You're gonna hear me talk about Barnes badness in a little few weeks and your free throws and all this fun stuff. And then, hey, guess what? My CYC plays on Friday and Saturday. Those cash money too, baby. San Ambrose, they were they were given seventeen and a half. They won by like forty points on Friday night over at the Joan Dome. And SCCA, they took the measure of Saint Gabe, baby. I heard a little story about the South City Zebra. Another T, teed another kid up. I mean, this guy is out of control with the number of T's he's doing. I got people coming at me left and right yesterday with instructional basketball league. I want to combine teams. I want more officiating. I had my own son tripping me yesterday about not calling enough fouls. Like, come on, dude. Like, I'm only one coach here. What am I supposed to do? This is coach-led refereeing. Maybe in a few weeks we'll have the South City Zebra come to instructional, make my son happy, call the fouls the way they should, or at least hold him accountable for the lack of fouls that he calls. So, there's a lot on Tito's plate. There's a lot of developments coming up. I got. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil something. But I, I got a little thing going on here with another little side video project that I might be announcing in a few weeks. So, so you. I, I gotta get better at teasing. Obviously, oh, as teammate was saying. Overachiever. The overachiever. So, so we'll see. But uh, but man, get on the Tito train because it's it's hitting on all different aspects. Whether it's College basketball, whether it's CYC, it's all going great for Tito, baby. I do got to say, uh, Sunday, yesterday at the CYC game, you, know, you got all this millennial talk. My kids out there competing against second graders, stealing the ball, making baskets, and we're not keeping score. Everyone's feelings get hurt. Oh, we better not keep the score so juniors' little feelings don't get hurt. These kids are in second grade. They're ready to grow up. There should be scores up on them boards. I'm tired of it, Tito. We should have had a 10-2 to win last night, and we should be in first place. This guy is out of control right here. This is a typical millennial parent right here. Where is the score at? There's only so many Titos. There's only so many Titos that can volunteer, bud. So if you want to to strap on the volunteer hat and start keeping score, but no, all you want to do is complain to the coaches. 
Get my son more playing time. Get my more my son some more shots. What's he doing? What are you doing over here? There's only so many Tito's, Daddy. So I can't do everything. I can only do what I can do. I'm not the millennial blue hair next to me saying Junior can't handle losing. I'm the old school dad who this kid is ready. I'm ready for my son to have some losses. It builds character. Get the scores up there. Let's go. I totally agree. And also, like, my favorite job as a youngster was scorekeeping basketball games at St. Matthias. Not not the book part where you got to write and keep track of who scored and all this. No, pressing the buttons that control the scoreboard, being yeah. the timekeeper and starting and stopping the, the time. I remember one time that I'm kind of getting in the weeds here probably, but there was a there was one second left on the clock in a in a really tight game. But our scoreboard at St. Matthias at that time did not have ten, did not have tenths of seconds on the clock. So the clock said one second on the board, but I knew because I was in charge of, you know, starting and stopping. And I'm like, there's really probably one tenth of a second on this clock. And as soon as I hit this button, it's going to go. Eh. And so, um, and I'm probably like in sixth or seventh grade. And so, uh, you know, this team that's down, I think they were down a point or two and they're inbounding a ball with a chance to tie or win the game. And they inbound the ball. And as soon as the kid touches it, I start the clock. Eh. And the coach just goes bananas on me on this sixth, seventh grade kid. And I, I let him, I let him calm down and I'm there in the referees. I, I kind of waved off the way. I'm like, I got this. I said, uh, sir, we don't have tenths of seconds on the clock. That means there could be 1.0 seconds or it could be 0.1 seconds. So actually uh, I'm pretty sure as you can see, there was about 0.1 seconds on the clock and he still, I don't even think he got it because he was just too dense. But like, yeah. you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like when there's tenths yeah. of a second, you can tell. Uh, so anyway, I love the scorekeeping, man. You're If you need a sub to, to do that, if I yeah. if I got to strap on my my timekeeping uh, uh, clicker again, I'm happy to do that Stop. because Stop. these we kids need to know how to win and how to lose. They need to know how to win and how to lose. And I'm not going to sit here and watch these kids just sit, worry about, oh, I don't want to win I, or I don't want to be a loser. No, sometimes when I can, yes. sometimes you lose, and I'm here to hold these kids accountable. So yes. I will. I'm ready and willing yes. to do this, Tito. Yeah, we got to this part out. There's too many COAC people that watch this show that will take you up on that offer and that will use and abuse you to a degree that you are not comfortable with. You're, <laughs> what you just exactly said, Eric, happens far too often for sixth and seventh graders or eighth graders, where coaches are screaming and hollering. One of the biggest issues with CYC. Eric, Eric can handle it. He just said, I am, I am oh, flawless man. on the yeah. board. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm flawless on the board. I always I watch the official. When the arm drops, I know to start the clock. If they roll it up the floor, I'm not starting that clock. I wait till it gets touched. If there's a if there's a it looks like a three, maybe his foot is on the line. If the zebra does this, I hit three. If he goes this, I put two on the board. I'm telling you, Tito, I was built for this. I'm made for this. And if the, if it comes with like free beer and pizza with the zebra after the game. I think I'm in. I'm like for real. I would love to, to do this. this. This is great, Eric. This is great. I, I think he should be. He'd be the, the perfect guy for the job. He would be. So absolutely. And those people aren't volunteers, by the way. Those sixth and seventh graders that do it, they do get paid. And but yeah, to your point, Eric, you want to come on down to the Joan Dome or you want to come over to Star Wars one afternoon. We would love to support. We'd love to have you come over and and we can we can give you some alcohol and give you some, you know, some free pizza. We'll, we would gladly appreciate any support we get. So, absolutely, we'll we'll strap you on, and I'll get you connected with the zebra. Unfortunately, 
in all seriousness, I remember being in second grade and we kept score. Like, is this a new development? You got to keep score. Like as soon as, if you're playing a game with officials and I don't care if the coach is the official, I'm at baseball. I think, I think the, the coach pitched until like third grade or something like that. Yeah. You keep score. I, I don't understand that. I, I mean, you keep score, but, but instructional, instructional league, again, we got, we got multiple courts going on. We only got one scoreboard. So it's a little bit harder, especially with the number of volunteers we have. And so it's not really it's not really a position where we're actually keeping score and tracking stats and standings, you right? Think, so it's more important in the boys, game. The boys came up to me after the game and they knew the score. They all said we won ten to two. They knew the score. I knew the score. Everyone in the stands knew the score, except there wasn't on the scoreboard, baby. Hey, when we played fuzzball at the sandlot back when we were teenagers, who was the guy that kept score and kept stats? This guy. I'm yeah. all about this, Tito. I'm built for this, man. I actually think I might have missed my calling. This is what I, I could be doing for a real job. You could be a ref. That, that's good. I could be a scorekeeper. I repped like uh, for one year in CYC basketball. I called so many fouls. I just like, it was all about me. <laughs> but like, <laughs> these kids, they reach all the time. And I'm like, you can't. That's not a this. foul anymore. You can't reach. It's not, it's not called reaching. It's not called over the back. You're going to get, if you come to CYC at the Joan Dome or at Sorrows, you're going to be schooled on there's no such thing as over the back. There's no such thing as a reach. There's either a block or a push. Right. That's it. So right. you, it, I, little words, little, little keen words, because those guys there at the Zebra and some there's of the no refs. We don't well, there's traveling, time. yes, but I'm talking about an actual foul. Those are, you know, personal it's, it's, fouls. There's no over the back. There's no reach in. There's no hand check. It's either a block or a push. That's it. Uh, but I don't want to be a ref. I want to be the scorekeeper. I okay. know my role. All right. I'm going to shut my mouth. But man, I I am I'm not I'm a wizard on that board. I'm so so this guy wants to take away opportunity from the little kids to learn the game the right way. He wants to take it over and yeah. do his own thing. And so yes, yes know, I do. Yes, <laughs> I, exactly. So to the basketball director, to the president of the athletic association, this guy. You know, I don't know if you want to, the finances for the athletic associations are just fine, but if you want to save some money, hire the hire these professionals that uh, that want to do it for spare time, for free beer and free pizza. Here you go. Here's Exhibit A of what you can do to uh, solve that solve any sort of you know finance problem you might have. I do have a quick story about scorekeeping and time. If you, we have a minute here. Uh, so SJ is in wrestling this year, and I know nothing about wrestling. I know nothing about points. For I'm learning now some reverses. This is four points, two points, breakaways a point. So I had to work a tournament, part of the club. You have to work one of the tournaments. So my job, I had this little bitty uh, pool noodle, the red pool noodle, and you watch the clock, 10, 9, 8, and you run out on the mat, and you tap the referee at zero, and he blows the whistle. So I'm doing this, well, SJ's on my mat, and it's his first match. He, he kind of runs over a kid. He gets a quick pin. So his second match, there's 10 seconds. He's getting – the kid's got him down. He's got him pinned. It's nine seconds. It's eight seconds. And I got this noodle, and I get to hit the referee. I can't say. Oh, no. Say, oh, no. Stop talking. Get this video out. If it was one or right at zero – but I hit that referee as quick as I could. And then the next round, SJ got the win. So that was huge. I took advantage of maybe a half a second. 
Unbelievable. Hey, the investigation. We don't know if there was exactly a chance. what I'm talking about. These referees, these volunteers, they don't know what they're doing. That's my story. Home cooking, man. You got to take advantage of it when you can. Oh, right? my God. We're, we're in Sackman High School, baby. A little home cooking, a little half a second. <laughs> that's outstanding yeah this is this is how i like the show i don't want to break down the super bowl i i don't want to look at trends and stats of of all these things i just want to bs with you guys sean i believe you you want to start having questions of the day for us i believe right yes yes do you do you have this something we're going to try for a little bit uh just just something uh for us to ponder over and discuss here on the show so sean do you have a question of the day for us here today yeah, so we do a lot of road tripping in the summer. Uh, we like to go down to the Ozarks. Uh, we like to go to Branson. We like to go to Mark Twain, wherever it might be. And we make a lot of stops at the gas station. So we always, our family likes to talk, you know, what's your favorite this or that? So I'm going to ask you boys, what's your top three go-to choices at the gas station? So if you could give me a drink and two snacks on a road trip or on your daily commute to work, what's your top three? I can go. Uh, I don't need a drink because I'm a water man. I, I I have water in me with the car on a road trip. I don't do the big gulp or any of that stuff. But I get I got I like the snick snacks. So have you guys been to Wally's before? Oh, yes. Oh my God, it's like the Taj Mahal of gas stations. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You have your own bathroom with a light. It's unbelievable. Oh my God, it's like the cleanest, most beautiful place. Except they even like don't have a light. It's got no, a green like, light or a red light. If it's green, you're good. You're good to go. Red, someone's in there dropping a deuce. <laughs> and there's a dude there, like he's not like it's not like the strip club where they're handing out like little peppermints or something as you leave the <laughs> but the, there's a guy there like staying at all times, like ready to clean. As soon as you get out of there, make sure it's all clean. Oh man. They there's have no barbecue there. It's it's incredible. But in particular, so like there's the one at uh, 44 and Bulls. I think I've only been there once, but Stacy's family lives up in the Chicago suburbs. And I, it's sad that I know the exit by heart. Exit 197 in Pontiac, Illinois. There is a Wally's. And the one thing in particular that you can get from there, they make fresh popcorn mm. pretty much at all times, it feels like. And they have this cheddar popcorn. That cheddar popcorn guy. Okay. Rocks my hole. It is so good. So the popcorn, cheddar popcorn in particular from Wally's. Uh, here locally, I'm sure I'm sure it's all over the country. The QT, a donut from QT. Like Ooh. those things are giant. What kind of donut? What are we talking? Long John? Jelly? I like a Boston cream. I got I like to oh, get a little Boston custard on my face yeah. as it spits out on me a little bit when I take oh. a little chunk. Now yeah. see, I'm not a Boston cream guy at all. I like I like Boston cream. I or vanilla long john if I'm if I don't want to get cream on my face. Um and then I'd say the last thing I <laughs> if I just want a little bit of candy, I don't like getting a candy bar. Like a Snickers, delicious. It's over in two seconds. Give me Skittles. Give me Skittles. I want to pop two of them in my mouth at a time. I want to enjoy it. I want to savor it. Tito, Tito, you have a child behind you. You have a child behind you. Okay, I'm just making sure you're aware. He's he's creeping in on you. But so I would say, yeah, the Wally's popcorn, a QT donut, and Skittles. That's my answer. Well, what about you, Tito? Man, I don't know. Um, Gotta be a doctor. I, I mean, I love my, I love my Dr. Pepper. So um, I must have myself about 18 Dr. Peppers, you know, Forrest Gump reference there. There you go, people. Uh, you know, I, you know, we don't do a lot of road tripping. You know, last year we went up to Chicago, saw, saw a Halsey concert for, uh, for my Charlotte, my daughter's Charlotte's birthday. 
Um, but you know, I I love those uh, those Twizzler nibs. I love mm. those those bit. You get the king size packaging of those, and so I like those. You know, kids love the ruffles. Um, you know, the sour cream and onion. Those mm. are a big hit. Or maybe, I, or no, not sour cream and onion. The cheddar and sour yeah, cream. Sour cream and cheddar. Yes, yeah. yes. great answer. And then, uh, and then Ben loves um, loves the Lay's potato chips. Um, you know, if the mood's right, we like Funyuns. You know, that's kind of the. Yeah, you know, it's a little sketchy, but I know oh, you don't like it. I'm a Funyun guy. Oh yeah. So if I if I had a, if I had my druthers, I would probably do you know Dr Pepper, and then I would probably do nibs, and then a, a bag of um, a bag of those uh, ruffles. Cheddar and sour cream. That's what it's I'm nice doing. It's a nice variety. Sean, what you got, buddy? Well, for me, I'm I'm a big water drinker now. I, I used to never drink any water. I don't know how I'm still alive. Um, the amount of water I drink now is it's a full time job. I drink my 90 ounces of water every day like a religion. Um, but uh, so back in the day, it was a Red Bull, uh, sugar free Red Bull, a Cliff Bar. Um, one with the peanut butter cliff bar. This was every day. Stop at a gas station in the morning, Red Bull, peanut butter cliff bar, and a piece of sharp cheddar cheese. Oh my God. <laughs> one piece of cheese? Yeah, they, they have the solo cheese. Yes. It's you can buy cheese. a singular piece of cheese at a gas station. It's about, yes. two, it's about $2.99 now. I, I don't really buy it anymore. It's too expensive. But <laughs> that was my morning breakfast every day on the way to work. Um, wow. Breakfast of champions right there. Yeah, I'd say on a road trip, I'm more of a I will grab a Gatorade, like a blue. Yeah. Um, the blue, not the I guess the glacier blue, a little lighter. I don't like that darker blue one, whatever that one is now. Um so you I, know what I don't like sidetrack here. I, I don't like ICs. Give me the cherry icy. I don't like yeah. this white cherry crap. Everywhere yeah. I go now, white cherry. Who doesn't care about white cherry? Give me the, the cherry. I want the red. I want it all over my lips. I want my tongue being filthy red. That's what I want. All I find now, though, is white cherry. Blah, blah, blah. I agree. Uh, he, and even Harry's upset over the fact of white cherry. I mean, I got... So, hold on one second, boys. You can continue to... Yeah, so I would say now, nowadays on the road trips, it's usually Gatorade to keep me going. And then... Uh, the kids, everyone, we love the chips, potato chips for sure. Uh, the sour cream and cheddar, those are the best. Um, kids love the barbecue chips. So we do a lot of the chips or the Doritos. And then we kind of eat the Carmelos now for the chocolate with the little, oh, yeah. with the gooey in the middle. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at now. But back in the day, man, it was Red Bull, Cliff Bar, and cheese every day for five to six years. Every day I ate it. Every day. I cannot imagine buying a piece of cheese from a gas station. <laughs> that just sounds like a great way to get like salmonella or something. One time there was mold on the cheese. And I think that's probably why I stopped buying the cheese. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, All right. Well, I, I like that. I like that, Sean. I can see what you have for us every day now. A little question of the day. Yeah. We'll talk it over. And uh, it's, it's, it's what we're about probably a half hour in the show. I don't think we've really talked sports yet, which is great. So. Now, before we get to our weekend recap and our picks, I want to mention if you want to be like the Tiger and the South City Zebra and get involved with the show, uh, you can be our fan of the week where we'll have one fan on the show with us every single Friday. So if you want to be our next fan of the week, just subscribe to our YouTube channel then post a comment on this video saying uh, you want to be our fan of the week and why. We'll choose one person each week and that person can come on the show on Friday 
we'll jack around like this for a little little while and then our fan will choose one of us to go up against uh, each make three picks for the weekend and if our fan of the week beats the host they will win a prize uh, this week it's a ten dollar gift card uh, something like starbucks or a visa gift card and uh, the, the tagger was our first fan of the week to do this uh, he chose me to go up against on friday he chose wisely uh, because i went zero and three on my picks uh, unfortunately for the tagger he went zero and three as well so no prize for the tagger yeah. we're, we're terrible fraud comes on here trying to sharpshoot Tito, talking about how Tito doesn't know crap about Kansas, talking about Tito doesn't know nothing about nothing. What plays did I cash, baby? And just as an FYI, Eric and Sean, I'm coming after you, B. Fishman. I hear you the so-called sharp on UFC. Ooh, we got a big UFC fight this Saturday night, right before the Super Bowl. Who scheduled that? Why they did that? Who knows? I'm calling you out, punk. Why don't you come after Tito? Tito knows everything about MMA. Tito knows everything about wrestling. Tito knows everything about college basketball. Whoever wants to come, come get on Tito. Come take on Tito and see if you can top the top dog right now, boy. I, I At the party, he was talking it up that he, he, he's the UFC guy. So I'm hoping that he, he sticks to his word and he comes on the show Friday and we get a little UFC, we get a little talk. Uh, I know Neil was at the party. He was talking. T-Pain was talking. All the boys are talking about the domesticated gamblers, and here we go. We're making our way around the world. So hopefully we get out to a bigger audience, and everyone can come after Tito time. Yes, yes. I know. I was just going to say, like, I, I want B. Fishman on the show on Friday. Yeah, I talked to him, said the same thing. UFC guy, pay-per-view this weekend, have a match with, with Tito. I think it'd be outstanding. So, again, subscribe to our channel. Post a comment saying you want to be our fan of the week and why. And you can join us here on the show on an upcoming Friday. Tito, I actually think it's a genius idea to have a UFC pay-per-view the night before the Super Bowl. Because I remember last year at this time, they had another pay-per-view the night before the Super Bowl. I went to Chicago. I probably got my wallies on the way up there at, at, in Pontiac, Illinois. We stayed with the brother at brother-in-law Jeff's house. And he's a big UFC guy. We watched the UFC fight on Saturday night. And then I got absolutely hammered during the Super Bowl, like just stupid hammered because it was the Rams and Kroenke and his own stadium. I felt like I was like watching my hot ex-girlfriend, like getting banged by some guy, like, right in front of me, like just getting cucked. And that's what it felt like. And then, uh, and then I felt miserable the next day. And I'm like, why did I do this? I have all the self-loathing and all that, but uh, we're, we're going to be a little bit better this time. We, we are uh, having a Super Bowl party. Uh, here at the house on Sunday. It was good seeing you boys on Saturday. And I'm like, you know what? Bring the kids on over it. I honestly, I do want to compliment your daughter, Tito, Addie, uh, your oldest. You know, she's at that age where a lot of these kids are too cool for school. Like, you know, uh, I don't want to hang out with my parents or my siblings or whatever. My daughter's five and she was playing with Andy and playing tag with her. I just thought it was, it really did honestly just put a huge smile on my face. So Props are you, props to you. Uh, you and Amber are doing something right and raising your kids. So, uh, Addie, if you're watching this, thank you so much for, for being a great kid. I love when the old works come. It's like having a free babysitter for me. It's awesome. Yeah, I know. Now we're at the age, like I think I was telling you guys this the other night. Like I remember being a kid and going over to my parents' friends' houses for Super Bowl parties or what have you. And the kids are in the basement just like running amok and doing whatever. And you could hear the parents upstairs drinking their beer and hanging out watching the game. And now we're those people. We're the parents as the kids are going to be in my basement tearing it apart. So uh, yeah. really, really looking forward to that on Sunday. 
Uh, let's recap the weekend uh, and give out our picks for tonight. Uh, Tito, like I said earlier, I'm just ready to give you props. I'm not here to make fun of you. I'm just like, you're crushing it. You went three and one on the weekend, plus $580, including three and oh in college hoops. And I totaled it up, Tito. Uh, college hoops overall, you are 11 and three and plus $2,170. Like, just incredible. You got your Dukies in action tonight. I wonder if we're going to get a pick from you on the Dukies game. Uh, but for February, you're at four and two plus $560 overall. 20 and 11, just under three grand plus $2,950. So let's just get into it right now, Tito. Uh, what picks do you have prepared for us tonight? Yeah, we're going to stay in college basketball, baby. We got some deuce, we got some three star plays for everybody. And I was looking at the lines, I was looking at all the numbers, and man, I feel fantastic with my picks. Unfortunately, there is going to be no dookie play tonight. You know, there's Kind of a little bit of a hangover from beating UNC on Saturday night. John Sheriff's first, you know, first envoy against the against the Tar Heels in Cameron. So we're gonna stay away from there. I don't really like I like Jimmy Laranega and the Hurricanes taking care of business, but we're not gonna make that a play tonight. We're gonna go back to the well. I mean, who's who knows college basketball? Who knows Big Twelve basketball better than Tito? Who knows Kansas better than Tito? Nobody, baby. So we're gonna go to Kansas. They're in Lawrence. They're fighting the Longhorns. And what do you say? What do people in Texas say? Don't mess with Texas. Well, Kansas is gonna mess with them tonight, and they're gonna take they're gonna take down the Longhorns. Kansas is given four. We're gonna take land. We're gonna take Kansas. Um, they're gonna they're they're looking to get right. They had a terrible loss this weekend at Iowa State at Iowa State, so they're still looking for that conference title. Um, and so they want to see themselves the right way going into the Big 12 tournament. So I'm looking at Kansas Lane four and gonna take care of the Longhorns. That's a three star play, baby. And then the other one, this is one kind of a, a Tito special. We're gonna go to Weber State. And they're taking on Northern Colorado, baby. It's even. So it's a straight-up play. Weber State, Northern Carolina, Colorado, terrible at home. And Weber State looking to finish the season strong, heading in to a late-season matchup against East Eastern Washington. And they're going to try – they need to win the tournament to make it to the NCAA Division I tournament. So we're going to take Weber State. It's an even line, taking Weber State. There was another three-star play. And – Northern Carolina was also terrible at home. They're going to get destroyed. So that's what I'm looking at. Full three-star plays and uh, take those plays and cash some checks with Tito, even though I'm not really betting them. But that's why I'm going to call for the show. Tito, I, I feel like you are someone that's going to remember this name. Do you remember a uh, NCAA tournament uh, sensation from Weber State by the name of Harold the Show Arsenault? Is that uh, not really Arsenal sounds familiar, but I, I, I no, I, that, it's not ringing a total bell. But Arsenal sounds familiar. His nickname was the Show, Harold the Show. Arsenal, get him on YouTube after we get off the show. Check it out. You love it. I think it'll jog your memory. Okay. Uh, I, we're gonna be. I'm just gonna tease it. We're gonna be talking a little bit more about this Weber State Northern Colorado game here in just a little bit. But Tito's two plays are in. Sean, you are up next. Uh, he had a tough Friday, a rare tough day. Uh, three and six, lost $580 on Friday night. Uh, no action on Saturday and Sunday. You had a lot of domesticated duties getting ready for that Sweet 16 party for Katie. 
So took the weekend off after that tough night. Uh, for February, you're sitting at seven and eight, down 300 bucks, but overall still very, very healthy. Uh, 39 and 29 and plus 1,000. And sixty dollars. So, Sean, what do you got for us tonight? Well, you know, I ain't even looked at much. Kansas. I mean, Duke did stick out to me plus three and a half today. But I kind of agree with Tito. After the big win, is there going to be a lull? So I'm going to stay away from Duke. Um, the Northern Colorado. My projections it. and my money markets say it's Northern Colorado. Don't do it. Well, I'm going to take Northern Colorado. Oh, no, what are you doing? Plus one and a half for a three-star play. I'm going to go heads up against the first three-star play. Um, Don't do it to yourself. You've learned. You've already, you're supposed to already learn. This is the, this is what I live on. This is, and if Eric's looking at what I'm looking at, um, this is what I do. So, um, that's my play. I'm, I'm going to stay away from camp. I'm going to take Texas plus four for one, one star play. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't go against Tito right now, baby. You said you weren't going to do this, Sean. You weren't going to just sharpshoot him just because anymore. But I didn't know what he was picking. And these are the, this is literally what I wrote down earlier. Um, so I got Texas at four and a half. I can find it at four and a half. I can see four as well. So four and a half, I'm going to take the half. Uh, yeah, I see it. I see plus four and a half at uh, DraftKings. I I'm see minus four at uh, on yeah. uh, Caesars. You got that. Okay. I'm going to give a prop play for the Super Bowl, two-star play. This is no for a touchback. Um, so it's 28 and four the last 32 years. We can get that at plus 150, no on a touchback. That seems really – like. don't you feel like you see touchbacks and like half the kickoffs? Maybe that's just my perception, but – uh, so for the Super Bowl, the opening kickoff, no. Uh, oh, this is just the opening kickoff. Correct. Correct. Okay. So the NFL uses a special K ball for the very opening kickoff. Um, I learned that this week. Pretty crazy. I didn't know that. Most fans probably don't know that. Mm-hmm. And the ball, on average, doesn't. They don't want the touchback. The NFL wants it a little bit of action. It's crazy. Uh, not the boring kneel down. So on average, it lowers the ball six yards. So they're using a special K-ball again. Um, Butker, Elliott, they have big legs, but we're going to go with no. Um, and there's other stats that I could get into about the Chiefs. They return the ball X amount of times, and the Eagles do, but we won't get into those. So we're going to go with no, and that's plus 150. Well, I like that. I like that. And no, I, do I, don't, I don't like that at all. You, you're going against your own advice, but you said last week in regards to prop plays, wait till later in the week. What are you doing? It's Monday. We still got four or six more days until the big game. Well, Come on. That's like on over under for yards. Uh, you know, you wait till the, oh, the market okay. goes high as it's going to go, and then hit the unders if you like the unders. If you want to be the over better, bet it early in the in the week. You know, bet that as soon as it comes out last Thursday. But this one, this one's not going to. The odds might get a little worse on me if people start hammering it. But I guess still get it at one fifty plus one fifty. I like it. Okay. Okay, I like that. Sean, I was just looking at the Northern Colorado play because, as you can tell, I'm going to be on that with you. Yeah. I do see plus one and a half, but he got to lay minus 120. Would you rather just take the one then at minus 110? Or do you want the one and a half at minus 120? Let's go down here. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, well, I mean, if I got to lay 10, I'll, I'll lay the, the juice for the 
half point for sure. I'd hate right. to I'd hate to push. All right, so three star play for Sean in Northern Colorado, Colorado plus one and a half and minus one twenty. That's the official play. Like I say, we're all honest, we're all transparent. I see tweets from Todd Furman out there saying everybody's a liar on on gambling Twitter. And I responded back and, uh, you know, three people liked it. That was awesome. But, but it's true. Like I take this very seriously of like, we want this to be on the up and up because um, like I said, I, if people are just going to watch this for the picks, uh, I want to be upfront and honest about it. I don't want to be one of those shady characters on hashtag gambling Twitter that you see everywhere. So um, yeah, that's, I thought that'd be important to clarify that. All right. So I, I do like that play, man. That's great insight on the no for the touchback and the opening kickoff. Yeah. Um, you got anything else for us at this point for, for right now, Sean, or are we going to wait till later in the week for, I got more props I've been looking at. I'm probably going to drop maybe a little Sharpie Sean prop show, uh, might not bet them all, but just to give the public some information, um, and a bunch of props that I've been hearing about that a lot of guys like even some myself that I like a lot that I will be playing on the show. I think Friday I'll probably release most of the props. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. And if you missed it, I put out a bonus video last week um, with three props ready for the Super Bowl. And I mentioned this and Sean, I know you always handicap all your own stuff and I handicap a lot of my stuff, but there's some people I just tail because I trust them. And Sean Kerner from the Action Network is one of those guys. I just, I don't like uh, what I think where I've grown is I don't like cappers. Um, I don't want to tail cappers that are just based off gut feel or even fantasy uh uh, fantasy analysts that are just more like, oh, that I think this is going to happen. I think that it's going to happen. I want guys that have math behind it. Give me and Scott White. Give me Scotty White all day. Well, though. yes, for him, yes. I'm thinking more of the CB. Well, I don't want to throw people under the bus, but there's certain certain fantasy football analysts that we have followed in the past that I feel like are not really looking at this in a math perspective. So I really like guys that you know look at at data and numbers and base their picks that way. So. Um, I have three prop plays already out for the Super Bowl. I'm not going to mention them all now, but uh, go back and find my video. Um, that's something you're interested in. A reminder, if you are watching this video and you're enjoying the content, enjoying the content, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe to our channel. Uh, Sean, any other plays for tonight or is that it? That's it. Um, also, there is a prop to look out for. Eric, you might like this, Tio. You might like it too. Over two and a half players to attempt a pass. Um, yeah. So that one's hit a few times in the Super Bowl. We're always getting a trick play. You know, Elderman, he hit a lot of those. Um, so we could see the Eagles maybe try this. We could see the Chiefs try this. You know, maybe a pass to Mahomes or to Hurts. So that's one too that uh, I'll probably be playing on Friday. Just Start looking around for props like that. Doesn't always have to be, you know, the over under on yards, something like that. It's the Super Bowl. These teams are going to try a funky play to win the Super Bowl. This is the season, so yeah, that's that's a one I like a lot too. Yeah, I know it's not the same coaching staff, but one of the most famous plays of that nature in Super Bowl history is the Philly special yep. with Nick Foles catching the touchdown a few years ago against the Patriots. So, uh, yeah, that's usually a fun one. Uh, I don't know what the odds are on that typically, but. If it's favorable odds, you're not laying too much juice. I think that'd be a fun one to take. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. all I got today is uh, those three plays, uh, the ones just the prop. All right, very good. Um, I have some plays uh, to give out tonight myself. Uh, coming over the top on Tito <laughs> on one of them, but not both of them. So uh, I've, I'm six and seven since Friday, which isn't terrible, but uh, losing a two-star play and a three-star play were just crushers. So I lost 691 bucks since Friday. Just brutal. Uh, February, I'm 8-8, eight and eight, 500, but I'm down 597 bucks. Uh, overall, I'm at 57% with a record of 30-23. and 23. 
Uh, but my staking has been way off. I'm in the red because the two and three star plays have just been killing me. Uh, so I'm down $213 overall. Uh, first play tonight. Get ready, Tito. I'm 2-0 on these plays. I'm going back to the well. Three-team money line parlay in college <laughs> basketball tonight, baby. <laughs> Oh, man, you would be in big trouble if you didn't have them three-teamers right now. I mean, that is one-star plays, though. And it's not like you're laying a ton of juice. It's a normal and, amount of juice. But, yeah. folks, the Division One college slate tonight is pretty bare. If Tito's playing a Weber State, Northern Carolina play, that's a pretty bare market right now. So, Eric, I mean – the two and zero streak might might come to an end tonight with the uh, with the slate. I kind of agree with Tito on this. I could see any upset happening tonight. I mean, there's uh, a lot of drunk. Here's my logic. So Kansas is laying about four to four and a half to Texas tonight. That feels like the right line to me. These teams are almost exactly even on the power rankings when you look at Ken Palm and whatnot. So, but home court advantage is usually worth about four points, especially at Allen Fieldhouse. So. Uh, I feel like KU just loses usually one home game a year. They've already hit that quarter for the year. So I just think they're going to find a way to get it done tonight. I do think it's going to be sweaty. I think it's going to be an incredible game. Texas just had a big comfort behind win at Kansas state on Saturday. I think they might just be a little, okay, we got that one. And you're playing at Lawrence. I mean, you're going to be up for the game. Don't get me wrong, but I just think that the Jayhawks get this done. They have some, especially late in the, in the second half down the stretch, Speaking of zebras, Tito, those zebras swallow the whistles when the other team goes to the basket and KU's on defense and it's the exact opposite on the other floor, uh, on the other end of the floor. So no question. Uh, I don't want to lay the four, four and a half because, again, I feel like the line is right. But I would just be sh- – I wouldn't be shocked, but I'd be surprised if Kansas loses straight up. So I'm going to pair the Jayhawks with Alcorn State. Uh, Alcorn State is a first-place team at home against a last-place team tonight. And Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a huge favorite. Uh, they're at home against a Green Bay team. They already beat by 14 on the road this year. Odds got to be bad on that one, huh? Yeah, but it helps get my parlay basically down from about minus 145 to minus 125. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, it, like I said, if Kansas loses straight up tonight, I can live with that just because it's so rare. And if I lose, I lose. But I, you know, I, I don't want to just bet money line. That's it. And I could definitely see a scenario where KU wins this game by two or three. So your three-team money line parlay is Kansas, Alcorn State, and Milwaukee. It's a one-star play minus 125 on DraftKings. Uh, and two other one-star plays, uh, Sean, uh, Operation Fade the Public and Bet with the Sharps. That's what I'm doing. So Northern Colorado, a plus one on DraftKings. I'm on that one with you going against Tito. And then our one of our favorite teams that we've mentioned on this show, Hartford. Hartford. Yes. yes. Hartford fan Marty will love this tonight. Hartford's getting 15 points on DraftKings. I think they're getting like uh, only like 40% of the bets, but about 90% of the money. So the Sharps like Hartford tonight. Uh, I'm on Hartford plus 15. So three picks for me tonight. What do you think, guys? Oh, man. The Kansas play has to be a little bit bigger for you, man. You got you to sharpshoot that. You got to put that one to the side. Kansas is going to take control. It's going to take over tonight. Like you said, Texas went into Kansas State. They got a two-game lead for the for the lead in the conference. They're going into Lawrence. The Zebras are going to be all over them. They're going to be a bunch of – it's going to be just a home, home cooking left and right. Kansas is going to win by at least double digits. Yeah, I, just that having the, the lack of success I had with the twos and three stars so much, it's got me nervous. And then watch like Kansas win by 10 
and then Alcorn State gets upset or something. Like I just, I'm just gonna. I after a rough time, and this is Sean, and we've talked about this. How life progresses a gambler. You have a rough stretch. You don't just come chasing and and, and fire off two and three star plays. And if you remember right, it was last weekend, um, eight days ago. I had a ten and zero day on Sunday because I did not chase, and I was down. I think six hundred something bucks heading into that day. But I kept, you know, just stuck with the process on uh, the, the couple of days that followed, won a little bit of money, and then had a monster day on Sunday. Uh, so I'm not going to, you know, go crazy tonight. I'm going to stick with what I feel comfortable with. And so if we just go two and one tonight, we get a profit and we, you know, make our way back up to the to the positive. That's the goal here. I am going to add Duke plus three and a half for a one-star play. I'm surprised you didn't take the Dukies, Tito. No. Again. What did I do with Lindenwood? I learned from Lindenwood. Not going to take those frauds ever again. Bunch of frauds. I'm not going to go with my heart. Going to go with the smart play. These are two smart plays from Tito. Listen to Tito. These jokers are coming right back after me after they were singing my they were singing my praises earlier. Coming right back after me. This is what I have to deal with on a daily basis, folks. Just so a I did. Fraud. You want to give credit for this one? This is shot quality bets. They have this projected at a 74 to 69 win for Duke straight up. So you're getting a value of 7.9 points. So I'm going to go ahead and add that to the slate tonight for a one-star play. Northern Colorado, I'm I'm going to back. I got that as a three-star play. Okay. I got that documented for you. The only other two I was looking at, I'm not going to put them out as official plays, but Sean, I'm really starting to watch carefully this public versus Sharps. Uh, dynamic and in the NBA tonight I'm not going to put them out as official plays because I bet they'll end up splitting if I had to guess but the Pistons and the Blazers both fit that criteria tonight from what I've been looking at it's kind of on the borderline of like okay it's not like super obvious where like 95% of the money's on one of those teams but it was a pretty big discrepancy I, I so I'm going to keep my eye on the on the Pistons and the Blazers tonight if you're feeling like a betting man tonight and you want to go with the Sharps uh, feel free to, to fire some money on them if you're watching but um just something to keep an eye on because I think you're right, Sean. Just like over the long haul, these casinos are built because the public loses. So yeah. of course there's going to be days where the public wins, but over the long haul, I, I just really think that that's a good way to approach it. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think over the long haul, when you look at that market and you see those numbers, especially when you know college basketball or you know NFL and you know like, oh, this this is brewing. This is brewing for an upset. The public's way wrong and the sharps are hammering it. You know, 90% of the money's on it, but the bets are the other way. And you know, like, this is going to happen. And so when you see those, then you can really take advantage and make those three-star plays. F it. I'm going to upgrade to two stars for Northern Colorado. <laughs> Just like. And they're stairs, man. They don't win at home. They're not a good home team. I mean, you, damn. You guys are going to be losing your ass to Tito again tomorrow. Leonard, I got to look this up before we sign off what the splits are from what I see. Uh, Northern Colorado is getting 48% of the bets. So it's, you know, almost 50-50 split. They're getting 97% of the money, according to the Action Network. So I'm going two stars. God, I just, this is just more ammo, Tito. If you take us down the night, your lead just just widens and and, and the bragging can continue, which it ain't bragging if you can back it up, you know? Yeah. Someone's two and six at home. They're seven and sixteen. Weber State, twelve and eleven, five and a seven, five and seven on on the road. I mean, 
this is bad news bears for you guys. I'm sorry. I didn't know we were going to be breaking down Weber State or Weber State in Northern Colorado like we have. But I love it. I love this. You guys come at me. That's fine. When Weber State shocks the world and takes it on, baby, Tino's going to deliver a late night promo for everyone to watch and be singing my praises tomorrow. Be, be throwing hosannas at my feet tomorrow, baby. You know, I, I really can't wait till the show starts. Or, I mean, when we start the show and football. Football season rolls around week one because that's when I'm really going to make some hay. I'm going to I'm gonna cash some tickets. Uh, I, I'm just excited for the show in general. But also baseball, you know, me and Eric, we like a lot of daytime unders. Get the getaway day. You know, the umpires are got a big zone. We're calling strikes. We're trying to get on the plane to get across the country. So I'm excited for those plays too. I'm I'm, I'm excited. And uh, it was a good weekend, man. It was awesome seeing all those domesticated dads with some great feedback. And uh, this has been fun, fun show today. Yeah. yeah, it has been fun. I've enjoyed it. I just noticed my day is going to get even more fun. That Weber State Northern Colorado game is a 10 p.m. tip tonight on ESPNU. So you're going to get this this very intense battle at the fog between Texas and KU, and it's going to be an incredible game. And you're going to flip one over to ESPNU and see Northern Colorado and their crappy record at home covering for me and Sean tonight as we are going to start just getting into this lead for Tito a little bit. We're just going to chip away at it. We're going to chip away at it. I can promise you I will be in bed before the game starts. And I can promise you I'm going to watch it from start to finish. All right, boys, that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, Again, guys out there watching, we do appreciate your support. Uh, We want to continue to grow this show, so please tell your friends and family about it. Uh, Also, hit the like button on your way out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also chat with us by commenting on our videos and hit that notification bell, too, so you can get our videos as soon as we drop them. Hi there, Harrison. Uh, You can also follow us on Twitter, at Gambling Dads. For Sean, for Tito, I'm Eric. This has been Domesticated Gamblers. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's catch.